What do you call an underground group of solar professionals on a mission to create a more sustainable world? We call ourselves solarpreneurs. And while some might call us crazy, foolish, and dissatisfied with the status quo, we're the ones taking action to create a better future for ourselves and the world. Solarpreneur is dedicated to give you, the solar professional, the tools, skills, technology, and mentorship to take the industry by storm and sell more solar with less effort. We are solarpreneurs, and this is our story. What's going on, solarpreneurs? We are back from a short break. As some of you know, I'm uh, dealing with having a new baby in the house, so had a little hiatus because of that. But I'm stoked to be back because today we have someone that is no stranger to the solar industry. And if you have been in the solar industry for any amount of time, you should know him. We've got the one, the only, Sonny Rock in the house. Thanks for coming on the show, Sonny. Hey, thanks a lot, Taylor. I appreciate you having me on. And it's quite an introduction, and I, I hope I live up to it. <laughs> yeah, well, I think most people know you. I mean, we we're just talking off off the recording here, and he's got, I think, the the largest solar group on Facebook right now, and he's pretty much a master networker, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, Sonny, how did you? Uh, how many people do you say your Facebook group have? It's the Solar Pros Facebook group. Yeah, we're we're just about two thousand, and and we could have more. And like I was telling you when we when we weren't recording, is you know we get real selective about who's who's allowed in the group. We you know if it's not obvious um, in their in the description of their profile that they own a sales organization or a consultant or even an installer, if they're just not letting the world know that they are in the solar industry we dig a little and if we can't find anything like i usually don't let them in or i'll hit them up and say hey send me a website of because we don't want it to become anything more than what it is solar mm -hmm. pros so exactly. people who are trying to learn trying to help others and you know contribute yeah and i think that's awesome and it's definitely been a very valuable group to be a part of and that's the reason, in my opinion, because you're being selective about who's coming in and you're looking to add value. I mean, Sonny, he's not, he hasn't tried to make a bunch of money from this. He's just trying to add value, trying to help other people where he can. So why did you, speaking of that, why did you decide to start like a Facebook group and, and I guess how long ago was that that you started it? Yeah, I, I, a little over two years ago, I started the group. Okay. It just you know much of a place like as um you know being in solar i started in 2011 i i had people see here i'll get a better connection okay I get a little closer i get it bumps my wi-fi from cellular network um okay can you, can you hear me okay yeah i think hey what's up solar premiers taylor here I got to thinking the other day, wouldn't it be nice if we had a compilation of all the greatest tips from the people we've had on the show? So my team and I, we took the liberty of preparing a little closing guide because it's all about closing more deals. That's how the money's made. We prepared a closing guide from some of the greatest closers in the industry and people we've had on the show here. 
So I wanted to give that guide to you for free. So if you want to check out the guide, head on over to closer.solarpreneurs.com and we will give you a copy 100% free filtered straight to your email. See you on the other side. Now I can. How's that? Yeah, now I can hear you. Okay. Um, but as far as like creating the group is I wanted a place where a resource where I could get good information about product, sales techniques, marketing ideas, mm-hmm. you know, not only just to help grow my business, but become a better solar consultant and just all of the above check every box because I knew I wasn't the only one struggling in random obscure areas and it depending on the day mm-hmm. so um it just has grown from there and encouraged good people to encourage good people to join the group and and the, the success has been because so many people post and contribute valuable content you know Definitely. i might question um but it's right in line with what other people bring like just even a new person's novice question, no one, you know, laughs at that guy or, oh, God, oh, that's so elementary. No, it's like it's an opportunity to teach, giving the teacher a chance to get better. Um, other people might see that person's perspective and like that perspective better than the one they had before. So it's just worked out awesome. So it, really, I owe it to people like you, Taylor, like you your contribution has made the group better and it wouldn't be there without people like you. So thank you. Yeah. Well, no, it's awesome. And you've definitely helped us a lot in growing the podcast because you've had, I know people respect what you, what you post a lot and you post a couple of times about the podcast and guaranteed we've gotten listeners from it because guys like you are trying to just uh, share the value and help other people grow. So yeah, I love it. I mean, I've seen you post a couple of times too about, um just always trying to keep the positivity going training you know yeah man they're awesome yeah so it's definitely a good group to be a part of so hopefully if you're not on that group i would definitely suggest going to hop in sunny's group like you said you got to prove that you're serious that you're serious about solar and can add value but uh if you can show that then you're definitely in so sunny we'll talk more about the the group there at the end and um, where people can find you and all that, but give us a little background. How did you get in the solar industry and how long you've been in it? Give us your story of how you got in the industry. Um, well, I, I, I owned my own mortgage business for a long time. I rode the whole way 2001 through 2009. Like it just grew, 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 and then capitulated and then just bam crashed like overnight. Like literally overnight, I went from making, you know, a buck 50 a year to zero. Like it, there wasn't even like a buck 50 down to three, like to 30. No, it was to zero. I mean, yeah, people, yeah, people with A paper worked at Intel for 12 years, putting 20% down. You can't get them a mortgage. I mean, it was insane. So um for about a week or yeah it was crazy so about a year and a half i i really didn't really work for anybody or do anything professionally but day trade stocks 
And uh, I decided that, man, where's the future? Like what, what, you know, where's the next huge growth opportunity? And I just thought solar would be awesome. And there was a, there's a, there, at the time, the largest installer in Southern California was Varengo Solar. And they had a call center in Chandler. Okay. Where they did lead gen and inside sales. Well, I started on their inside sales team and I was okay at that, you know, just selling solar all day long on the phone is tough because you okay. hang up and then there's another call and you got to be fresh, like consultation after consultation after consultation is back to back. It's, it's, it's tough. I bet, yeah. But they started this uh, group called um, Pipeline where we were me and my team, we would call the customers who were visited the day before with an in-home uh, consultation. And we would approach it like customer service, like, hey, was he dressed professional? Was she on time or whatever? But really, we're trying to find out why they didn't move forward and what's it going to take for them to move forward today. Because as everybody knows, the longer that time period is between consultation and enrollment, the longer that gets, the mm -hmm. less likely they're going to move forward. For sure. hundred percent. You know? Yeah. And so, um, so I was really good at that and, uh, was running a team and things were going awesome back to making mm -hmm. money, doing so great. Varenga wanted to move the position to Southern California and it was kind of a lateral move. And I was like, I'm not moving to Southern California. Yeah. So they wanted me to go back to inside sales and, then I was lucky enough to start with Solar City, okay. and um, did that for a few years, and was top performer there year after year, President's Club winner. Nice. Um, out of yeah, I mean, out of, I think they had four thousand consultants in the year two thousand fourteen. I was ranked eleven. Dang, nice. So, yeah, and that, so you met people that um, I still you know, stay in touch with today, you know, the, a lot of the executive team, you know, they all went to begin uh, loan pal. I'm still in contact with them. And a lot of the guys, you know, okay. have uh, worked for other solar companies. And but then in the spring of 2016, uh, I decided to go out on my own. I separated from solar city, then Tesla, mm -hmm. and uh, they were in that transition. And uh, I've been self-employed since uh, May, 2016. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean, you definitely got the connections, and that's one thing that we want to talk about with you is just how you've been able to develop all these connections and relationships, and I mean, you know about everyone in the industry, it seems. So what, but first I want to hear, like, did you have any struggles coming into solar? Like, sometimes, as you know, it's not all smooth selling coming into solar, and people have their ups and downs, and it takes them a while to get going. Did you have any of that, or was it pretty much smooth selling when you got in the industry? Well, um, you know, solar is one of those industries where I don't know if I'll ever feel like, okay, I got it. Now I know everything. Yeah. Because at Varengo, I was trained, you know, to in a certain way. And you only, you only spoke about, um, you know, we, we concentrated a lot on, on price per watt. Mm -hmm. And then, then at Solar City, you know, we would get the customer to focus on price per kilowatt hour, and right. so you you get and, and neither and in neither one of those places 
because you know you're primarily being taught and instructed to offer the lease or in California it's per power purchase agreement mm -hmm. you know you're you're not really selling equipment and getting really into the specifications and you know engine the, the technicals of the system and mm -hmm. so when I came out on my own you know I was I was kind of unprepared for that and okay. it, it was a transition in it and you know but luckily I've had some really really good patient people with me that I know I've asked them that would appear to be really stupid questions like dude you've been a solar for three years you don't even but they never have treated me like I'm an idiot. And so that's why that was a big part of why I started the room is if people don't know, they, you want a place where you feel safe enough that you can ask maybe a question that you are like, oh, I should know this, but I don't, but I know these guys won't, you know, ridicule me if I ask it, you know what I mean? And you just get the information you get and you get a, a person that you respect perspective their opinion and mm -hmm. and that they sell so you can copy the way they present it or work it into their consultation or, or work it back with the customer exactly mm -hmm. the way they do and 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 have the same um you know success that they do yeah okay love it yeah that's huge and um i think for those that are listening if you're not in an environment like that um or not with a company that helping you learn those things then it's definitely something you should talk to Sonny about or there's there's lots of people that are out there to help and I know some companies don't have the greatest training but I think that's key getting with a company or some organization that has great training and can connect you with the right resources so for you Sonny what uh you've you're the master networker so what's been like the importance of networking with you and how do you think you've been able to just develop all these skills and have all these connections God, it's, it's, it might sound cliche or trite, but really I've just tried to be, you know, super cool to people if they need help and, mm -hmm. and if they've, they've selected me to help them, they need an answer. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get them that answer or if they want an introduction to a certain person, they know that, that I know, you know, I'm going to make that happen for them. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, I guess it's just the way I kind of believe. I mean, I'm a real, real big subscriber to, you know, karma and like um, the law of abundance, the law of attraction. And so I just kind of, and I think everything has meaning to it. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think there's, there, there is no any such thing as coincidences or accidents. And so, you know, when I, if I can help somebody, I'm going to help them. And, and then I kind of know that maybe someday if I need their help, you know, hopefully they remember that I helped them. And, you know, within the group, you know, I've received so many little golden nuggets that have led to sales. Like I, I mean, I could tell you a number like, Oh, I've, you know, made an extra 18 installs over the last year because of being a member of the group. Um, but yeah. it, it's really probably more than that because, you know, it saves money and saves time just on getting who you know. Yeah, and it's true. When you know a lot of people, then everyone's going to turn to you as kind of that connector. I mean, you don't have to know everything, but if you know the person that knows the specific question, or I see you all the time, like 
tagging people or saying, I mean, even a couple of times I've seen you people posted like, where can I learn about this? And you posted like a podcast, like that Sam Taggart podcast. That oh, I yeah. share a couple of times. So, I mean, that's awesome. Don't need to know it, but if you know where, how to help people find where they can get the resource and definitely people are going to turn to you. I think that's what you've been able to do. Well, and, and I appreciate you saying that. And that's one thing that's blown me kind of blown me away is the amount of awesome free content that is available to you, to me, to anybody out there that maybe they're having a tough day and they want to, you know, uh, get a little bit better about approaching the door like that Sam Taggart Mm -hmm. podcast. Like if you were to watch that and you were totally, or to listen to that and you were totally cold, you'd have a good idea of what you're, what you could do. Yeah. And, And you've created that conversation surrounding, you know, what to say during consultations with some of your other guests, um, you know, how, you know, marketing, I mean, there's just a wealth of information from the, exactly what we're doing, your podcast, just, just from even within that. Yeah. Um, and it's all available and just, and, and people really sometimes don't even know. And so we need a place like the group saying, Hey, check this out. It's definitely worth your time. Cause that's, that's where we're all together is we all have a limited amount of time and we can't listen to every single podcast out there in the world or watch every series or every movie or you just can't do it all you only have limited time but when somebody that you trust and you kind of like maybe the way they do things or uh, some of the things that they do and they tell you like hey it's well worth your time to read this book or join this group or or buy this course or listen to this podcast whatever it is it it has some you know gravity to it and it, oh, yeah. it's something yeah for sure hopefully save people time too because not exactly. all free content i mean yeah yeah not all, all free content is necessarily best use good. of time but yeah. yeah it's good to know where the good stuff is yeah it's been awesome and so sunny you you've been uh so you have your new your own dealer now is that right yeah there i do i I do a couple of things. Um, primarily, you know, I'm, I own my own sales organization and okay. you know, I have a small team, but they're, you know, they are um, referral generated. I, you know, I don't have a model where I create a bunch of leads and then distribute them to a sales manager and they manage those leads through a team. Um, and I know people have been tremendously successful in a lot of, in a lot of different directions within solar. But for me, you know, I, I'm, I'm small and, you know, if you, if you get a consultation with me, it's because a friend or a a neighbor or a previous customer has referred you to me. Like it's, that's the only way that I sit with you. And that isn't a rule. It's just kind of the way it's been, you know, really starting at the end of that. while I was at Solar City, I just knew how to self-gen, yeah. um, and 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 really that just because I know how to, you know, I figured out how to leverage it. And for me, this has been my experience. Mm-hmm. The, the two days that are monumental, if you're gonna if you're gonna build a referral-based solar business, the two days in that experience that are the most exciting to that customer is. The day they sign up, so that's that's an awesome day 
to get referrals like or or listen to them when they go oh i think my neighbor might want to do this or oh, i should talk to my brother about that they mm -hmm. might just say that like in passing but remember that because that they just gave you a tell like a total heads up mm -hmm. and the day they install mm -hmm. so sometimes customers will say oh i'll wait till you know, after I've had it for a while, or I'll even hear consultants say that, like, I don't like to ask for referrals until they've had it powered up for a few months. Like, I'm thinking, you're, you're missing the boat. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's when they sign up and when you turn it on, or, um, you, or you know, when you uh, install. Yeah. You know, that Those are the two most exciting days. And of course, like the day you do turn it on or other touch points are good, but the two best ones are the day they sign up and the day they install, they're just, they're totally dialed into solar that day. The rest of the time they're thinking about their other home improvement project or soccer games or, you know, <laughs> yeah. employment, their wife. I mean, they're, they're not thinking about solar. Yeah. Yeah. Well that, I love it. And that makes a ton of sense. Cause I mean, I've been in this industry three years now and I'm just thinking back on all my referrals I've gotten. And now that, now that you say that it's definitely true. I think 90% of my referrals have come on like those two days pretty much and then you know here and there you'll get one besides that but yeah makes a ton yeah, exactly yeah. yeah so and you know you don't ever let the the referral come in the way of creating the project but it's just timing you know and when you're done finished with the initial paperwork and you're they're excited you're excited it's just a great time to you know reiterate what you've been offering and who else do they know yeah. And you offer a promotion. It doesn't have to be a lot. I mean, I know there's guys in the group that make a lot of money, 30, 40, 50 grand a month. And company owners, of course, they make significantly more. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has that kind of an opportunity. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes when you offer, I mean, how many, I mean, I, I remember I had a customer one time. We were going to save her like 10 bucks a month. She was on a fixed income, senior mm -hmm. citizen, mm -hmm. $10 a month. She was excited. Nice. So when they can refer somebody and get $200 or $250, it doesn't have to be a lot. It excites some people like more yeah. than you would think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's key building that excitement for him. So Sunny, do you, um, I think that's every rep's dream is to only work like referral based because we got lots of guys knocking on doors and I know that's, that's the dream is to only work with referrals because you know how it is. They're way more solid, way more likely to sign up and they've been referred. So what are you like saying to people? Are you just hitting them up on those two specific days? Or I guess, what are you saying like after the sale to be able to get referrals like that? Well, um, the, those two days I really focus in on, I'll weave it through my consultation, you know, like even just right, right from the beginning, you know, I'll just make references like, oh, we have an awesome referral program or, you know, we're, you know, just, just kind of touching on it throughout. So you're, they, uh, they get the, without being annoying, you know, they know that it's important. It's an easy way for them to scoop up, you know, some extra money and help their friends and family. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's really about is you just really try to communicate that, this is easy and you're helping them and help yourself too. Everybody wins. The only people that don't win here mm -hmm. is APS and SRP, you know, the power companies and they've got plenty to win about eight, you know, then I'll just go into the, you know, my, my little, uh, you know, narratives or, 
um, anecdotes about APS or SRP, about how much money they make. And, you mm -hmm. know, that's, so you're selling against that. Yeah. Okay. Now I know some people like go back on the install and do like pictures and all that. What are you doing like the day of install to be able to take advantage of that excitement too? Well, I don't, the tough part is I don't do this every single install only because you do get tied up yeah. doing other things. But it like, um, ideally what I like to do, which is Friday, I had a Friday morning, I had an install. I like to be there. Um, at some point I like to put in a yard sign, let them know like, Hey, if anybody mentions this sign driving by or your address, you'll get the referral bonus. Mm -hmm. HOAs usually let you keep it up for two or three weeks before they ask you to take it down because really the HOA doesn't want political signs or, you know, remodel yeah. your bathroom with XYZ. Like, so you just kind of prepare them and like, let them know, like when you get that letter, just toss the sign. You don't have to call me. I'm not going to pick it up or, I mean, I guess <laughs> you could, but, um, yeah. you know, um, but really connecting with the install crew too, you know, uh, you know, bringing Gatorades, just, you know, just as a friendly gesture, because really with, with the referral, I know that their referrals experience is going to reflect on them the same mm -hmm. way that I know, or, you know, I like to work with people that like my installation partner, Titan Solar Power, you know, or, or whoever you're working with, mm -hmm. whatever your custody, the people there's a lot of people involved in a solar project. Sometimes, you know, people have operations where you might just start the project and then they have a, like a concierge in between, you yeah. know, uh, enrollment to install. And then after they have a point of contact, things like that. But if you're staying in contact with that customer, which I always do on some level, mm -hmm. anybody else they touch within solar, it's still going to reflect on me, you know, like, and same thing and that's what I really communicate with referral is that look I don't take the trust lightly I don't I this is a relationship you know most people aren't going to just like you know throw away their their brother's relationship over $200 250 bucks I mean they want to know that you're taking good care of them so you you get them excited yeah I love it and you mentioned like staying in touch with your customers um for those people I mean, I'm, I'm pushing multiple deals a week. A lot of guys have a lot of customers, a lot of installs going in. So what's your suggestions to be able to like stay in touch with these customers and not get overwhelmed with trying to keep in touch with everyone and continue to ask for referrals? You know, that's, that's an awesome question. And that took me a little while to figure out because at solar city, I did and at Varengo, um, you did have a, like a, it was called a concierge where, look, I'd get the customer enrolled and then mm -hmm. I kind of never really, really have to speak to them again. Right. I would, mm -hmm. but I didn't have to, I wasn't required to let them know when inspection is the site survey is, or, Hey, hey here's your blueprints. Like somebody else was doing all that. Yeah. Well now, you know, um, owning your own business, you have to monitor, you have to, you know, you're the point of contact or you hire somebody to do that. Mm. Whatever the system is, your, your process, it doesn't um, change is that you set a clear expectation with that customer. 
Mm-hmm. So right from the start, I tell them, hey, like in a couple of days, expect me to call. I'll have a site survey debt, uh, site survey date set um, within a week and a half, maybe up to two weeks. From there, we'll have blueprints. From there, it's a few weeks. We'll have, you know, HOA approval, permitting, utility approval, and then we're about nine days out from install. So then we'll install, and then after install, we have this glorious state-of-the-art killer solar system up on your roof doing nothing. Mm-hmm. because we got to get permitting back out. They go, oh, yeah, they did exactly what you said they would do. And then utility comes back out. Oh, yeah, you did exactly what you said they'd do. That's when you turn on 30 days from there is your you know, first bill. Okay. And so they hear, they hear me say all that, but I email that clearly to them, and I basically you know, continue to repeat that. So if a week or maybe up to two weeks goes by and they haven't heard from me. There's no part of them that are going, God, I wonder if, if Sonny remembers that I went solar mm-hmm. or I wonder if anybody's working on our project. That's the last thing you want is somebody calling and going, what's going on with my solar project. That means that you have not done a good job because yeah. it should be very clear to them, like what we're waiting on. And even though they don't really know what it is, they know that, Something's going on, even if it's waiting our turn. That's it. We're waiting. I have no idea how long we're going to wait, but we're waiting. Yeah. Well, and I would add to that too. I don't know about you, but when I haven't done that in the past, that's when customers have canceled for me. If you're not setting the expectations, they start to wonder like, oh, what's going on? They forget about me. Is this even getting installed? And then sure enough, cancels start coming. So whatever, whatever you're doing also, I mean, when you're signing people up for me, if I, if I don't lay out the process, say, okay, look today, we're going to submit an application. We're going to sign, uh, send in some documents. We're going to do a, a welcome call. Um, just setting that process reduces cancellations and they know for sure what to expect and where to go. And like you're saying, my company right now, we have a, uh yeah we have project manager managers that handle all that for us um so that makes it nice but just making keeping tabs on what they're doing because it still happens sometimes where customers contact me and then project manager isn't maybe following up with them did you have when you were with solar city or anything did you have any issues with that where the concierge service wasn't like doing a great job at keeping them touch or anything you always it's it's not um it it's not a unique experience for that position to get overwhelmed and the bottom line is and i don't care what if we're talking about uh, you work for a big company and it's project manager salesperson role or if it's like in my role i own my own company and then i have an installation partner mm-hmm. no one cares about that job more than you no one does yeah and so hopefully some you the people you're working with care a lot about it but it just it doesn't matter no one cares about that job as much as you care about that job and yeah. with that i i if you're if you are selling you're going to have to be involved even if it's just you set yourself a reminder that once a week you take an hour to go through your pipeline and see where things are at and just make sure that things don't get missed because at the end of the day this is construction and there's a lot 
of processes. There's little, you know, it, when you bake a cake, there's certain steps that need to be done. And it's the same thing with the solar installation. And sometimes just stuff gets missed. It doesn't mean that that person's a terrible person or this is a terrible installation partner, anything like that, because we're just human beings. I mean, I'd, I'd love to tell you that I've never dropped the ball and done something dumb, but mm-hmm. I have, I have, I have forgotten to do things. And so yeah. again, like with my installation partner, the people within that building, you know, the, you know, the permitting team and the post installation teams, like I, I really try to step lightly. I don't, I'm not demanding. I never swear. I never cuss at anybody, even though under my breath, I might be going, I'm going to really try to be like patient and give them the benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. you need their help. You're yeah. selling them too. Yeah. 100%. You know, and so if they like you, maybe when they get to a project of yours, maybe they do look at it a little more careful and slow down a little bit because they like you. Mm-hmm. You've been cool to them because that one time when you may have, you know, ripped their butt because you had every right to, I guess, because some people do that and you just didn't. And you were just like, oh, you know, hey, I understand crap happens. I appreciate your sense of urgency now and getting us back on track. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when people have done, like, cut me some slack. Hey, like I said, that that was a deposit in the karma bank. And I was going to try to go above and beyond for them if I ever got the chance. And, you know, because we're, it happens. You know, yeah. even you might have these perfect processes sometimes just once in a while crap happens and what i what i find exceptionally interesting is when something goes wrong which is very unusual and then things continue to go wrong from different angles within that one project it's just weird like you know what i mean like it's dropped there's a ball dropped within that one project a couple of times just like more than it was it's rare to happen anyway and then for things just to go sideways it but that's what happens is that when things go sideways at all it just you're off you're off course it's hard to get back on yeah well i love what you said about no one cares more than you because the truth is most of these project managers or whatever people in the company that are following up i mean they're not they're not getting paid commissions on these deals at least that i know of they're just getting well, paid let's, yeah. hourly. Let's say they got, yeah, let's, yeah, let's say they got 50 projects to, yeah. you know, they, that your, your one is one of 50 where when you sold it, it's one of maybe 10 that month that you sold and it makes a difference. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a couple grand for most people on the line at least. At least. So yeah, it's definitely true. And for me, I've just, what I've started to do is just put my number in the customer's phone right when they sign up. Cause I don't know about you, but my worst nightmare is hearing from like the project manager or something that the customer wants to cancel. And in my head, I'm thinking, why didn't they come to me first? Why are they like, <laughs> why is it going to the company and then coming back to me? And then it's way harder at that point. So if you have, if you already built the relationship with them, their numbers and or your numbers in their phone, then hopefully they're coming to you and, and, uh, you're able to reach out, go reach yeah, out and save them. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I think it's super important. And as you know, Sonny, I mean, you're a business owner, so you got, you take care of all this now. I mean, you got no one really taking care of your deals. Have you hired some people to, do you have hires in your uh, kind of dealer to help you with all this? Or are you, you doing know, most of this yourself? Well, I'm right at that point. Like mm-hmm. I'm, and it's probably a little bit of fear that's holding me back, like to commit to paying somebody's salary and to commit to, you know, keeping them busy and it's, it's a big jump. And, um, I've been real cautious to, to make that jump just because mm-hmm. I, I'm at that, you know, at the referral based business, I, it's, I'm at a, at a weird crossroads and I've been at it for a while is just like, what, what is it that you're trying to build? Like, is Mm -hmm. it just to make a lot of money? Mm -hmm. Because I know I could make a lot of money running a sales organization, building a solar company and getting crazy. But what, what is that really going to do for me personally, personally? Mm -hmm. Like I, I kind of get to do what I want now. I drive what I want now. I'm very fortunate that I it's it's a tough call and so i've got to find you know so really what i'm you know the purpose that i'm i'm leaning on now is that if i put my if i just kind of reposition my focus and my intention to build then that gives others an opportunity to raise their families and to do what i do because a lot of times what I, I think what I'm doing is pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm living my dreams, you know? Yeah. And so I shouldn't just keep that all to myself. I should show other people and teach other people like within, you know, just because they, they deserve to enjoy life too. I'm not saying my life's perfect. It's not, it's just, I'm, I just feel really, I feel really grateful a lot. I try to, I try to stay in that mindset because, um, that's where creativity that that's where you create from is just a place of just genuine, um, you know, just, you're just thankful and you don't, you don't, if anything more comes, you're just, you can't imagine it and you're just thankful for what you've been given and just, um, just focusing in on that because otherwise the rest is scarcity. If you're like, Oh, I don't have enough or I need this or I'll be happy when this happens. Like, that's just a trap. And that's like a daily mental game. Most people are struggling with. And on some days I can too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. man. um, yeah, we look forward to hear how you're growing your company, Sonny. And I mean, I know we hear from you in the Facebook group and everything. So, uh, just appreciate adding a ton of value. So we got to wrap up here pretty quick. I know, cool. but, um, Sonny, where can people, I know the Facebook group is solar pros, but how can people connect with you on there? And for those that maybe aren't in the group, can you tell them how they go about finding it and connecting with you and everything? Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, I'm on all the social media message me. We can set up a call because it does add up and people have been really responding to that. And so I really appreciate that. Oh yeah. Well tell us real quick. We'll give you a shout out on that. Sonny, what is give power in? people want to donate how do they do that give power is this super awesome 
charity. It's tax deductible donation. It was started by the then at the time executive team, sales executive team at Solar City, Hayes Bernard, Paul Steppen, uh, Michelle McGee, just that whole team, Tongi, all those people. Uh-huh. Anyway, the donations go to buying solar equipment that um, power the water filtration systems for a village or a small community in Africa, Central America. Real, real, you know, they, they don't have clean drinking water. And okay. they've got it quantified that a $20 donation will create clean drinking water. So it's just something that we take totally for granted, you know, drink clean drinking water, bathing, just all the just awesome things we have at our fingertips. Not everybody has that. And so um, if people could donate through our fundraiser through the group, that would be really cool. I'm hoping to hit the $20,000 mark. It's going to be tough. We're about a quarter of the way there now, but I'm still pushing, pushing hard. That's awesome. Yeah. So take the chance, go put in 20 bucks. I know that helped Sonny out. And then more importantly, the people who need clean drinking water. And what's the link for that, Sonny? We can put it in the show notes for you. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a fundraising link that's specific to our group within Solar Pros. So again, okay. it's, it's listed throughout our, the Solar Pros Facebook group. But if okay. you are listening and you're not a member of the group, message me. I'll send you the link and give you, and basically, again, if you've been listening to this conversation, I will owe you a favor and you'll get a favor from me. Yeah, well, if you got anything out of our conversation with Sonny today, Go, go donate 20 bucks. I know that helped him out a lot and helped the organization. So Sonny, we appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, before we let you go, do you have any final piece of advice for maybe a, a new rep just starting or anything you want to leave with our solarpreneurs here? My, my advice would be that, um, you know, just realize how, how lucky you are to be a part of solar because this is an industry that you've probably heard of people, you know, making all this money or having all this success and whatever that means to you, whatever, whatever your dream is, whatever, wherever you want to go, wherever you want to live, whatever you want to do, all that can be accomplished from working within solar. And it's only going to get better. That's the best thing is that the future is even better like the tax credit's going to go away. Who cares? We're going to sell more solar. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, like it. it. So you're just surround yourself with people that are awesome and cool and nice because, you know, they'll help you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Sonny, thanks for coming on the show and thanks for the value add and continue to add in your group. So go on and join solar pros donate to uh, a good cause there with them too. And then uh, hopefully we can have you on the show in the future, but thanks for all the value you shared with us today, Sonny. Hey, you're welcome, Taylor. Love the show. And if you're listening, listen to other episodes. This is just an incredible podcast. Learn a lot and Taylor, you have a great day. Awesome. Appreciate it. Take care. Wow. What another value packed episode of the solarpreneur guys. If you couldn't tell, 
we spend a lot of time and energy to put these episodes out to hopefully give you just one strategy, one golden nugget that's going to launch your solar career to the next level. And we do it all for free. And if you found any value in this episode or it's helped you in any way, all I ask in return is that you just take 30 seconds of your time and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can help more solopreneurs like you to change the world. And as a gift for leaving us a review, we have a special training package exclusive for solopreneur listeners over at solopreneurs.com. Remember, you need to leave us a review on iTunes to qualify for the training package. So take care of that now and we'll see you on the next episode.